Good evening. I thought perhaps this year to talk about the halachas of the three weeks a little bit earlier because. Sorry? Because we can um, prepare. Normally I, I would give the halachas the, the Monday before the three weeks, then it doesn't give us much time to prepare. So if we run through the halachas of the three weeks, we'll see if we can get through Tishabob as well. This year Tishabob is a little bit different because it's Nisha, so the nine days can have slightly different halachic connotations because it's Nitha and the halakhas of Tishabov and post Tishabov change slightly because it's a Nitha and let's run through them again even though we've done it before a couple of times it's worth doing again because from year to year Chazal tell us that 12 months is a time for forgetting so from 12 months last year to more than 12 months it's been 13 months this year so we um, unfortunately do forget let's run through the halakhas the Bainham Torim the three weeks start from Yudzayim Thomas. Yudzayin Thomas from Shkia, uh, Yudzayin Thomas from the evening before Yudzayin Thomas, even though the fast only starts in the morning, but the halakhas of the three weeks start from the night before, from the evening of Yudzayin Thomas. All the way through until Tish, till the 10th of Av, not till Tish Av, we keep the halakhas of the three weeks till the 10th of the Av, till lunchtime 10th of Av, until Chatzos 10th of Av. Uh, not all the halakhas, but some of them. This year, the Tish Av falls on the 10th of Av. So the halakhas will change slightly as we, as we go through the halakhas of Tishbab. We'll discuss the differences between a normal Matsoi Tishbab and a Matsoi Tishbab this year. Very relevant. So, the first thing that we need, to rem- we need to remember, and this is important, that's why it's important to start early, is having haircuts in the three weeks is completely forbidden. Having a haircut for oneself, giving a haircut to a child, it makes no difference. Uh, haircuts are completely awesome. If you have a child who's not reached the age of Chinuch and the hair is disturbing him, then there's a, there one's allowed to be makele to give a haircut to a child until the Shavuot Shechalbe. Shavuot Shechalbe really means the week that Tishabah falls in. Now this year is slightly complicated what's called Shavuot Shechalbe. Do we say that since Tishabah falls on a Shabbos, so we consider the whole week prior to that, which will be nearly the full nine days, is called Shavuot Shechalbe? Or do we say no, since we actually don't start fasting until Sunday, so there's no Shmuel Shechalbe this year. And it will make differences in Allah, as we'll see a bit later, Be'ez Hashem. So for a child, in, a, a, a young child who's not reached the, the age of Chinuch, now the age of Chinuch here, when we discuss the age of Chinuch throughout the Allah, as I'm sorry, we're talking about the age of Chinuch for a child who understands what it means to be misabled, to mourn on the Chorban of the Beis Migdash. Now that's a very difficult age to actually get to, because many adults don't know what it means to mourn the destruction of the Beis Migdash. And we're asking a child, to be able to understand the, the loss of the base Migdash and the terrible destruction and, and to be able to comprehend the concept of mourning, which is something that is very hard for a young child. So even though Chinuch is normally six or seven, probably when it comes to the halachas of the three weeks in Tishabov, we're probably talking about an age which is much greater than that. But it would, be, it would depend very much on the intellectual level of the child. Some children comprehend things earlier and some a bit later. It would very much be subjective and a child who's loyed the other I mean, he doesn't understand the concept of mourning, if the hair is bothering him, not bothering the mother, the hair is bothering the child, then one can give the child a haircut as long as it's not Shavuot Shechalbeit. Haircutting because of sneers, so any woman who's, who needs a haircut because of the hair is coming out of the shape or something like that, um, body hair for sneers, anything like that is, is mother. Of course, one should try and remember that the trees are coming up and prepare, but if one didn't, and it gets to a stage where there's a sore and sneers, then hair cutting is completely mutter. Tweezing eyebrows. 
is uh, not considered hair cutting and therefore considered permitted in the three weeks. Uh, he doesn't say exactly where, I assume three weeks and nine days. If it's not considered hair cutting, then it's mutter completely. And for a, for a man to cut his moustache is also not considered having a haircut, and therefore one can cut the moustache any time in the three weeks too. So that's basically the halakhs of haircutting. Haircutting is also sneers is mutter, and that's extremely important to remember sneers is mutter, and anything that's not considered haircutting, even though it's involving hair, is not considered the, it is not included in the is of despair and therefore permitted in the three weeks. Cutting nails, cutting nails is always a difficult one. Cutting nails is actually permitted in the three weeks. It's only forbidden in the Shavuot Shechalboi. Whereas this year, when we don't really have a Shavuot Shechalboi, it's not so... one can probably be made, if necessary, to cut all the way after the air Even though normally we'd say on a whole week of Tishbog we don't cut our nails, we only cut our nose up until the week of Tishabob. So this year, even though it's a machlek, is whether we even consider this year a Shavu Shachabai or not, when it comes to nail cutting, which is only a meaning, it's not as serious as, uh, as some of the other halakhas, one can be makele and cut nails up until the Erev Tishabob this year. Even, even though normally it would say to stop on the beginning of the week that Tishabob falls. Shachiyama, this is a, a complicated halakha Shachiyama, so let's just run through a little bit the background of the halakha of Shachiyama because that will be relevant to understanding some of the concepts of the, the areas that it affects when it comes to the three weeks. Most of us make a slight mis- mis- misunderstanding when it comes to the broker of Shachiyama. If you buy a new piece of clothing or if you see a new fruit that you haven't seen for this, this season, then you, you immediately need to make a Shachiyama. Shachiyama is not made when you wear clothes. Shachiyama is made when you buy a clothing. Now, we don't always make Shachiyama when we buy clothing, because sometimes we need a little bit of, uh, of alteration, it needs a bit of alteration, and we don't always make a bracha when we see fruit, though one should, we, with a minute to make the bracha when we eat it. But the halacha really is that one should be making a Shachiyama when you go and buy a piece of clothing in the shop, or when you walk past the shop and you see, I don't know, I don't know what fruits are, are, are seasonal, they're very, very fruitful very few fruits are seasonal nowadays but if you see, I don't know, a star fruit let's assume a star fruit is seasonal if you see a star fruit once a season then you make a brach of shechiyom on it even if you haven't eaten it we have a minute that we don't make it on clothing unless you wear it because we're worried that sometimes it'll need alteration etc and we have a minute not to make a brach on the fruit until you eat it but we have lot we have a lot Shachiyama is made when you buy, and Shachiyama is made when you see the fruit. Therefore, when it comes to the three weeks, the halakha in the three weeks one doesn't make Shachiyama. That is the basic halakha of the three weeks. No Shachiyama in the three weeks, which means you may not, or you should avoid looking or eating new fruit. You should not buy new clothes, or wear new clothes in the three weeks, because you're going to end up in a problem of Shachiyama. There's no problem of buying in the three weeks. There's no problem of wearing new clothes in the three weeks. The problem of wearing and buying new clothes is a problem in Hilchus Shechiyama. You happily can go to a shop and buy clothes that don't need a Shechiyama. So, today, we wouldn't make Shechiyama on a lot of the clothes that we buy, because we're buying clothes all the time. We're buying clothes, taking them back and buying new ones, and taking them back and buying different ones, and, and next season there's new clothes, and then, and then halfway through the season, the season everything changes, and particularly with the weather in England, you're moving from winter clothes to summer clothes, uh, it's, it's, it's a complete challenge. So we don't make Shachiyama only on clothes which are very special. So if you bought, uh, I don't know, a chasm dress, which is um, very expensive and a one-off and you're not going to buy another one for, for, for a while, then that's something that make a Shachiyama on. An average man, if he buys a, a, a Savaro suit, he'd make a Shachiyama. If you buy a suit from Marks and Spencer, you probably wouldn't make a Shachiyama because you're going to be buying them 
once a year, twice a year, depending on who you are and how much money you have to throw around. The suits and clothing is something we buy regularly. If it's a type of clothing that you do not need to say Shekhyon on because there's no simcha in buying those clothes as we buy them so regularly, then you can buy them and wear them in the three weeks. No problem at all. If it's a piece of clothing that you do make Shekhyon on, then you may not buy them in three weeks. And that is the simple rule. There are some poskim who would like to suggest that you should avoid buying them three weeks altogether. Now that's not really the accepted halakha. The Mishnah Buru and others take on that there's no issue to buying the three weeks. In the nine days, we'll see in a moment why the nine days are different. But the three weeks, there's no issue to buying the three weeks. You can buy the three weeks as long as it's not a Shekhyonu item. And if it's a Shekhyonu item, avoid it. That goes to buying fruits and uh, etc. or any other type of item that one would buy that would obligate you to make a shekhyonah if you buy a new three-piece suite some people will say I don't buy three-piece suite only once, uh, once or twice a lifetime or once every ten years so I should make a shekhyonah and you can make a shekhyonah on a new item which is very expensive which is special to you and gives you a lot simpler then that, that item should not be bought in the three weeks it's irrelevant to do with clothes etc if you're somebody who buys three-piece suites every six months then buy them go buy another one in nine days as well no problem you don't need to make a shekhyonah on it I don't see as many people here who do that. But the problem of the three weeks is the Shekhyonah. That is the key problem. However, with the ever on Shabbos, if one did need to wear new clothing, and you did have nothing to wear, as most of us have nothing to wear uh, most of the year, so the only time you had something to wear was, you, was, was in the three weeks. Just punk in the three weeks, you managed to find something in the shop, and that was the only time that you... Then, with the ever you can wear it on Shabbos. We try not to make a Shekhyonah not even on Shabbos. With the Ebed you can wear or make a Shekhyonu on a Shabbos in the three weeks. But that's only with the Ebed. Ideally, you should not be mm, saying Shekhyonu at all. If it's sale time, so I don't think this year three weeks in sales work together, and the sales already start and probably finished by now. So if you haven't got there, you've missed it. The sales is already a double of it, and then that's perfectly permitted in three weeks. That's, you don't have to worry about it. You can kind of go and buy in the three weeks um, anything which is a double of it, anything which you're going to miss and it's going to save you money, then there's no problem at all. Even if it's a Shekhyonah item, you can buy it in the three weeks. So I think that, that gives a little bit of clarity when it comes to buying things in the three weeks. Uh, don't come me up and say, can I buy this, can I buy that? The answer is, is it a Shekhyonah? No. If it's not a Shekhyonah, yes. What if you make Shekhyonah on most of the Then you should stop making Shekhyonah. I've never been known to be somebody that's not serious. If you buy yourself, uh, it depends who you are. If you buy clothing regularly, you have to remember, historically, buying buying a new piece of clothing meant you went to the market, you bought yourself some cloth, you went to the the tailor, you got yourself you got yourself measured and you, you got the tailor to, to make up the, the, the item of clothing for you. It was, a, it was a few months job and you wore that piece of clothing for special occasions for years and years and years and years and years. It was a very special thing to buy a piece of clothing. Today you can walk into TK Maxx or and buy yourself anything and everything for, for almost pennies. Well, everything's shot up in price, but besides that, it's almost pennies, comparative pennies. That's the, you don't get simcha when you come out of Marks Spencer wearing... Uh, you, you're probably more annoyed with Marks Spencer that didn't make it right than you are with enjoyment of the clothing. So we don't make shekhyonah nowadays unless it's something which is special. It's got to be special. Somebody buys a new tabis, some people make shekhyonah because you don't buy a tabis regularly. Uh, if you buy a chasna dress, even if it's a Shabbos dress, and it's uh, a piece of Shabbos clothing which, which is special, and you're not going to change every six months a Shabbos dress, then maybe. But if you do, then what's the use of saying shekhyonah? Uh, yes. 
No, we don't, but we never make Shekhyon on buying anyway because we're worried that when you wear it, it'll, it'll, need, it'll, need, it'll need alterations and etc. etc. Very few things that you buy off the shelf can be worn straight off the shelf. So therefore, we don't say Shekhyon until you wear it. So you buy it, you put it in the cupboard, and you wear it. Shabbos Nachamu. That's what the Shechem is about, the Simcha of buying new clothing. But it's got to be the Simcha, which is comparable to the Simcha of the time of Chazal, when they bought some clothing. They went to the shop and they bought, they didn't go to the shop and bought buy clothing. They, it, it was a, you know, it was weeks and months of work, shearing the sheep, etc., etc. Or, or arranging it for it to be made for you. That's a different type of clothing than, than going to, to Marcus Spencer, pulling up the, the hanger and saying, yeah, it's okay, and then buying it. It's got to be enough pleasure to be the pleasure of Shechem. Coming in here in, in the air conditioning room also gives me pleasure, but I didn't, I didn't say Shekhyon for it. It's not the pleasure of Shekhyon. It's going to be a, a very extreme pleasurable thing. <laughs> it's a shackle called a beggar. Yeah, I don't know if she makes Shekhyon a shackle, she makes a lot of other things on a shackle. I'm not sure what broccoli she make on a shackle. I don't know if it's got Hashem Beggar, I don't know if it's called a Beggar, enough to, to call it a... Yeah, so it could be uh, like any other item, if it gives you pleasure. But, but my, my, uh, my understanding of people about shackles, it takes about three years to get used to the shackle. And therefore you can't make shackles until three years down the line, and by then it's really old, and therefore you shan't make shackles anyway. If I'm wrong, I apologize, but that's my understanding of how, how it works. The amount of shackles, cut shackles I get, uh, somebody bought the shackles, took it back to the shackle, and left the shackle, and said, you can't bring it back, you can't bring it back. It's evident to me that people are not very happy with the shackles that they buy. So if you're in that group, you'll join, join the rest of the shop. Would you say, though, that inside, that if you buy a very nice, expensive pair of shoes, that... So shoes is not the shoes you don't sell. No, no, no. So can you do that in the three weeks, or is it something... Shoes you can buy in the three weeks, no problem. No matter Shoes you can buy in the three weeks. Maybe a coat is something different. Uh, a special coat, maybe. Maybe. But does it give you simcha, or do you feel terrible you spent three and a half thousand pounds on, on some some Indian's hair, which is uh, doesn't doesn't suit you anyway, and it's going to take you six months to get used to it? I don't know. Sorry. Okay, we'll we'll leave shackles for another time, right? No marriages from Yudzai and Thomas until. No marriages in Yudzai and Tamas until the 10th of Av, and including in marriages, and this goes under the banner of, of Simcha, is no listening to music. So not listening to music means not listening to live music, not li- listening to tape music. Some posthum allow you to listen to what we call cappella music, yeah. though others disagree with that. They might not actually be able to say to you it's completely also, but they say it's not in the spirit of the law. So you have nowadays very sophisticated cappella music, which sounds like perfectly proper orchestra and, and singing with background music. And if it's definitely not in the spirit of the law. And that's basically all that love is the three weeks. Three weeks are very simple. There's not very much to know. You have to know the issue of having haircuts, the issue of shachiyonu, the cutting nails, and marriage, music. That's all the three weeks. Very simple, very straightforward. Nothing else is relevant in the three weeks. And moving on from there, we have to move to, to the nine days. Nine days is a little bit more complex. Nine days starts from Rishchidosh Av. Rishchidosh Av is when the nine days start. That's from Shkia. That's sunset of Rishchidosh Av. The moment sunset of Rishchidosh Av arrives, 
Then the Shulchan tells us, and this is based on the Gemara in, in the Gemara, the Shulchan tells us, "Memayasim b'shenichnas af, memayasim b'simcha." You've got to reduce the amount of simcha you have, which implies that a little bit of simcha I'm allowed to have, but I've just got to reduce it. But that's a little bit of a misconception because the word "memayasim," though it means normally to reduce, in this context it means to completely eliminate. You've got to make sure that there's no simcha from Mishkadish Av until the tenth of Av. No simcha at all. And the Mongol says very clearly, Mamaitin does not mean a little bit of simcha. So you know what, I'll put my ear, for example, a few minutes, but I'll take, I, I won't listen to it as much as I do. I'll just, that's not what Mamaitin means. Mamaitin means no simcha whatsoever. No simcha whatsoever. Now, under the banner of no simcha, not doing anything that gives you enjoyment and gives you pleasure, comes along the Gaon and he tells us, Therefore, in the nine days, it's forbidden to buy new things. Any new thing. Even if it's not something that's going to be so pleasurable that you should actually say a shechion on it. Even if it's not that pleasurable, but it's still somewhat pleasurable to go buy. Some people love buying. Some people don't like it so much. Some people... But everybody has a tiny bit of enjoyment when they buy something new. That level of enjoyment is already enough to say, a Martin Basimcha, don't buy it. And therefore, in the nine days, not just saying Shekhyon is forbidden, actually going out to buy clothes is also You're not allowed to buy anything in the nine days which is unnecessary. You can buy things which you need to eat, you can buy food, you can buy, you can buy things that are needed for tissue box. So for instance, you can buy pencil, crocs, uh, etc. Anything that you can wear in tissue box if you're short, and you can go and buy. You can't buy them if you don't need them for tissue box. If you need them for tissue box, you can buy them. Or you can buy anything which is a Tzorich Mitzvah. So, for instance, if somebody needs a pair of fill-in or a pair of titsis, because his titsis are, are, are damaged, he has no titsis, anything which is necessary to serve, make sure you can buy. Other than that, buying in the nine days should be avoided. Understandably, if there's sales, then you can. But it's definitely not in the spirit of the law to have from Jewish shops putting sales on just throughout the nine days. Because in that way they can encourage people to come and buy in the nine days. What they're doing, they encourage people to do something which is really shaloi, not in the spirit of the law. So I can't, I'm not here to rectify the world, but I can tell you that halakha is try and not uh, and avoid buying in the nine days as much as possible. Same applies under the banner of simcha, though this is ex- explicit in halakha, in building. Building works should be, should not be done in the nine days. Any building work that creates and gives simcha should be avoided in the nine days. So that's from Rishchidosh until after Tishabov. A binyan shal mitzvah, again, if you're building a building which is a building of a mitzvah, so if you're building a shul, you're building a mikvah, or, or you're building a school, or something which is a tzorich mitzvah, then that's actually permitted. There, there's no, no isa, no, it's not forbidden at all to build in the nine days if there's a, a tzorich mitzvah to it. But any other, I just fancy doing my house up, then nine days should be avoided. If one has already taken on a company, so you've contracted out the job to a company, contracted out, not hired not day workers, you've contracted out, which is historically would have been, historically, going back 50 years, that would have been the norm, or 40, 30 years ago, that would have been the norm. Today, it's shifted a little bit, and a lot of work is not contractual anymore. A lot of work is, is day work, you, you hire the workers for the day, etc. So the, 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 it's not actually contractual work. Then contractual work is permitted if you cannot, without much loss, ask the workers to delay the work for a week. If you can ask them, the Maril says, if you can ask them and push them off a little bit with just a small cost, ask them to delay the work for a week, then you can. If you can't do that, then they're entitled to work right the way through the nine days as well. You should try and avoid Tishabov. It's possible this year, Tishabov on a Sunday, and the Shabbos on a Sunday is not really relevant. 
But building work with a kablonas, with a contractual work, is, is okay. If it's non-contractual work, then you should try and you, you must be avoided. Included in building work is planting plants in your garden. So if the gardener decides that he's just going to come in the, in the week of the nine days, put some nice new plants down and bedding plants and, and, and bushes, etc., that mustn't be done in the nine days. However, you can mow your lawn in the nine days, you can water the garden in the nine days, you can tend to the garden to stop it from becoming derelict, but you can't plant. You planting new goes under the banner of Binyan Shil, since it's very nice to walk past some houses and see lovely fresh flowers there and fresh trees. Uh, as long as I don't have to look after them, I'm very happy. Uh, gives you a simple. Binyan Shil simple is awesome. From Rishchidosh, we don't eat bossa and we don't, don't drink wine. That includes Rishchidosh itself. We don't drink bossa and we don't drink wine. Shabbos Chazoin, which this year there's two Shabboses in the nine days. There's only one Shabbos Chazoin, but there's two Shabboses in the nine days. It's completely permitted to eat wine, to eat meat, and to drink wine. If you're cooking air Shabbos and you want to taste the food, you can taste the food as well. You shouldn't swallow it, you should try and avoid swallowing it, but if you need to taste to see how the food is going, you can taste the food on the air Shabbos, even though it's the nine days. Children who are going to eat their meal before Shabbos, so the Elder Rabbis said the child is going to eat the Shabbos meal before Shabbos, is allowed to eat a proper Shabbos meal. Eat a Shabbos meal with meat, chicken, or whatever it is, chicken soup, whatever you give them on a Shabbos, you give them in the nine days um, before Shabbos too. However, during the rest of the week, unless the child really needs meat for health reasons, unless, unless there's, there's health problems which obligate you to give them meat or chicken, you should avoid meat or chicken even for children. Matzai Shabbos Chazoy. This is always a complex one. Matzai Shabbos Chazoy. This, this year is, we'll leave Shabbos Chazoy now. The Shabbos Chazoy is Tishabot. I'll come back to that a bit later. What to do for the Chazbala and Tishabot. Somebody is not fasting. But Matzai Shabbos this year will be not Shabbos Chazoy. It will be the first Shabbos. Matzai Shabbos Rishchidosh. Then you have a problem with Havdala. To make Havdala, Matzai Shabbos on wine. Is one allowed to make Havdala Matzai Shabbos on wine or not? So the Halakha tells us you should ideally give it to a child. Now, a child has to be a child, and this is something that we have to re- really remember. Some people make this mistake. A child has to be a child to understand what, the, what, what it means to make brochas. Not every child knows what the, understands what a brocha is. So, you're talking about a child of four, five, six. Six, well, probably you can understand what a brocha is. Under six, you're going to say, make a brocha, break off, and give the child a drink. You've made a brocha with authority. The child has not reached the age of chinuf for brochas. If he reaches the age of chinuf for velus, then it's already too late to give him the wine because you're giving him wine and he should be being mamad with simcha as much as you are and he shouldn't be drinking wine like you shouldn't be drinking wine you can't say oh, your child I'll give it to you when there's a chiyot chinuf on that child so you, you have a very small gap of a child that you can actually give the wine to on a Matzai Shabbos here in England when Matzai Shabbos is extremely late in London it will be roughly about 10-ish Matzai Shabbos maybe a little bit earlier a little bit earlier this year because it's quite, quite late in the year so, Half a night calls to the There's not only really that many children up at night. So if you don't have a child who, who fits that that little category of older than old enough to understand brachas, but not old enough to understand avelus, then you have no choice but to drink it yourself. And you'll have to enough to drink it yourself if you don't have a child. There's no problem drinking it yourself if you don't have a child. Some people try to go out of the way to find Hamamadina, but it's very hard to actually get a Hamamadina in England now, which is really Hamamadina. Is beer still called Hamamadina, or is whiskey Hamamadina nowadays? What's called Hamamadina? Very hard to know. Tea, but tea hot or tea cold? So when we have to, we'll make it. When we really have to, so we'll make it. We'll make it on orange juice, Coca-Cola. There's, there's so much, so many different variables in Hamamadina. But if we don't have to, or if we're not sure, why should we enter into a topic? Just say, have dollar on your grape juice and your wine and drink it.
Wearing washed clothes is forbidden in the nine days. Again, from Rishchidosh, wearing washed clothes is forbidden. Changing bedding in the nine days is the same as wearing washed clothes. Ideally, one shouldn't change one's bedding and one shouldn't change one's clothes. So somebody realizes that they're going to need to change their clothes in the nine days. Nowadays, we do change our clothes regularly. Therefore, you should prepare before the nine days. You've got plenty of time now between now and the nine days to prepare. To uh, prepare by wearing the clothes for roughly half an hour. Half an hour takes away the freshness of the clothes. And then when you wear them again in the nine days, it, it doesn't feel as fresh. And it doesn't have the... the um, it's not in the category of fresh clothes that Hazal said is forbidden. The underwear and things like that. There are some possible on Mahmoud, but the minig has never been to be Mahmoud in underwear. Like in his Havelis, we're not Mahmoud underwear. Any begotten Masmukh and Sarum have always been making his Havelis, and therefore nine days can't be uh, more strict than that. If one forgot to prepare in the before the nine days, so there are a couple of aces, and Yasha says you take them put it in the dirty washing basket for a short while. That will Sort of will take away the freshness of the uh, of the clothes, and it, it works. Believe me, and I'm telling you that now, so that you should prepare. You'll remember to prepare in the nine days. Some people say walk on it, but I don't know if that's really effective. You put your your clothes on a clean floor, on a lovely clean floor, and you walk on it with your clean feet because you're not walking on with your shoes. Then don't read on anything. Maybe add an extra crease here and there. But I don't know. I don't know. And this applies to children as well. Ideally, a child shouldn't be wearing fresh clothes unless they have to. Of course, children have to. But if you can, if they're old enough to understand the concept of Avelus, then again, they should be preparing before the nine days the clothes that they that they will be wearing and changing in the nine days. Washing clothes is forbidden in the nine days. Not, even washing for not wearing. Washing to wear after Tisha is forbidden. Again, from Rishvedish, from Shkia of Rishvedish, until the tenth of hour of washing is forbidden and therefore if one should always make sure that one's done all the washing before the nine days the washing for a cotton for a child if it's really necessary it can be made up until Shavuot now that hey, when it comes to washing washing clothes is Medina so it's not a minute so this year even though it's a suffix what's called Shavuot Shachalboi one can avoid it one should try and avoid washing clothes for a child even that week a young child who, who dirties their clothes uh, every day you come home from school, you come home with like white plaster on it because you're doing Taj Mahal or something, I'm not quite sure what they're doing. Then you need to wash, is that right? Then you, need to, you have no choice, you have to wash and then you can wash. But we're talking about older children, you can wash if you need to. Younger children, which you dirty their clothes every day, then they, they can, that's okay in the nine days, you can wash for them as well. But ideally you shouldn't wash in public, so you should try and use your dryer, don't hang out in your front garden when you're washing line, that we should see that you'll be washing your, your clothes for your children. Bathing, which is always a, a controversial one. Bathing in the nine days is forbidden. Bathing in the nine days is forbidden whether you're going to bathe in hot water or cold water, with soap or without soap. It's forbidden in the nine days. If it's a erichitishal mitzvah, so if somebody has to bathe for erichitishal mitzvah, that's completely permitted, and then no corner should be, should be cut, it should be done as one normally would, any erichitishal mitzvah is completely permitted. During the nine days, one can wash mixed asgufoi, a part of the body, the tsenen, which is cold water, but without soap. And that doesn't mean freezing cold water, you don't have to actually freeze with, uh, when, you, when you have a mixed asgufoi, part of the body. It can be lukewarm water, but it means any water that you don't enjoy the heat of, 
that lukewarm water is absolutely fine. Again, th- this concept of not washing is the concept of not enjoying a wash. If it's boiling hot or if one suffers from, from, from sweat, etc., uh, one not makhri to walk around dirty. That's not what the halakha is there to, to try and ask you to do. The halakha is not to say go around dirty for 90 I'll offer to tell you, don't enjoy your, the concept of bathing. Don't have a, a, a enjoyable bath. So, in order to make sure that you don't have an enjoyable bath, we ban bathing, because I'll ban bathing completely. But if a person needs to wash some dirt, or the hands are dirty, or the body's dirty, whatever it is, then, you're, then what, what you need to do to remove dirt, that is permitted. That doesn't go under the banner of not washing. It's talking about extra washing. If you, you know, you, you're, you're clean, you're okay, you just fancy uh, having a relaxing bath, that's completely awesome. And the only washing which is permitted, even though you're not dirty, is mix a scuffle with cold water. Air Shabbos. Air Shabbos. Without soap. If you need it because you're dirty, then take soap. If you're not dirty, then struggle. That's what it's all about. Kedayu based on Migdash this of one week. Again, if a person has a skin condition, if a person needs to wash for medical reasons, that's not that's not included. Uh, somebody's got uh, eczema, a skin skin condition, anything like that, psoriasis, uh, of course, and they need to wash. They should wash. So that that's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about washing for inverted commas pleasure. Washing for inverted commas pleasure. Washing on a Friday it doesn't change. I'm giving you basic halachas. Don't panic. Doesn't change enormously because on a Friday you'll have to wash pond of the Viragla with hot water. That's all. That's the only thing that's different in Friday and the rest of the week. If the, during the week you can wash mixer scuffle with cold water, Friday you'll have to use hot water. But no soap. And you can actually wash your hair as well, but no soap. So Friday is not much different. Now I know you look at me as if I'm mad, because nowadays most Paskin will say that that's if somebody is able to keep the actual halakha as it's written in halakha. That is the black and white halakha. However, nowadays we are Islamists, we are extremely <coughs> sensitive people, and the, 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 the thought of going 10 days without a proper shower, without washing our hair, without using soap, just freaks us out, if that's the uh, terminology that one's allowed to use, completely makes us uh, panic, it gets us into, into panic mode, and therefore most of us can allow you to wash when necessary, if, if necessary. So on a Friday, you'll go to the men's liquor, you'll see everybody, besides a handful of them, going like me, Everybody having a hot shower with, sh- with shampoo, with soap, as if it's not the Monday. Whether that's permitted or not, that's debatable, but that is the minute oil because we consider it finished. Uh, Rabbi Falk used to say you can have three showers in the nine days. I don't know where the number three comes from. Maybe he did a census, uh, you know, went around and did a census, and he got the... Uh, most people have a shower five times in nine days, and then you have three times in nine days. I don't know where it comes from. I can't give you a figure of how many showers you're allowed to have. If a person is an infant, then they are allowed to bathe, but they should realize it's the nine days, and they should be reminded as much as possible. So that's why when you talk, you look at the Israeli costume, they, were, they wrote it in Exeterol 30 years ago, before we had air conditioning. So the nine days in Exeterol before we had air conditioning was very hot, and it was probably not possible for people, for people to survive. But nowadays, wherever we run from the air conditioned house, under an air conditioned bus, into an air conditioned car, into an air conditioned office, and back. So whether the, the istanis is the same, I can't answer. But we definitely are more sensitive today, and we were more clean. 
and, and uh, we, we do bathe much more. And historically, they bathe once a week, twice a week, max. Today, most people have showers every single day. So, so we are definitely more intimate and, and fine. So if we have to have a shower in the nine days, let's. But let's minimize it as much as possible. Let's reduce it to the, the bare minimum that we need to. Let's not forget that the nine days is a time when one shouldn't really be bathing. I shouldn't really be bathing. Uh, this year, where Rishchidish falls on a Friday, that's Rishchidish will be Friday. Uh, the first Shabbos, <coughs> the first Shabbos of the nine days is the day after Rishchidish. Then bathing is perfectly permitted. Since it's Erev Shabbos, bathing is perfectly permitted. So that Rishchidish, you don't have to worry about bathing. A normal bath. A normal bath. With soap. With soap. So you have to no, no, no. The, the, the Rishchidish, no. Friday is normal. The next Friday, and that's the nine days. That's the nine days. Whatever one needs to do, one does, but one tries to minimize as much as possible. I don't like the concept of being an instantist and therefore everything is mutter. I'm an instantist, so I have to, so I have to do it heavy-heartedly and minimize as much as I can just to get me out of my instantist state. If I'm very sensitive, I have to remove the sensitivity from me. Fine. But I don't need to wallow in my enjoyment of my, of my uh, bathing on the Friday or whenever I am because I'm an Isthmus. That's already... Mm, Isthmus is not a blanket have to just do what you like, when you like and how you like. It means I need to do what I need to do to stop me being extremely sensitive. That's permitted. The more than that's not permitted. Children that haven't reached the age of Chinook you can bathe them, no problem at all, if they need to. Again, don't bathe them unnecessarily, but bathe them if they need to. If they get the chinook, then one should try and avoid bathing them, unless they're already dirty. So again, you've got to understand the, the child, understand the situation, but the, you've got to explain to them that you're already chinook, and you really should be barvelous, and really you're not allowed to bathe them like this. Um, you're allowed to have a washer, you're allowed to have a bath, or a low bath, or whatever it is, because you're dirty, and dirt is not part of the halakha, etc., etc. So you have to educate them as you're allowing them to bathe. You have to educate them that this is the halacha and this is what we're doing as part of the, again, change it, minimize it, do it in a way that the child understands that it's the nine days and we are still in our Vedas. I'm not sure if we're going to get to all the tissues today. Let's make a start and maybe we'll finish up in the next year. I do want to do the next year. I want to do the halachas of the holidays. We have done a cover once or twice in the past, but all the different halakhas of the Sadera and, and um, halakhas of going to visit the basic forest, because it's something we do sometimes in the nine days, in the summer holidays. You go out to these strange places in different countries and you come across what rocks to make on the sea, what rocks to make on mountains. If we have a chance to find, uh, if I get the time to put it together, and that's what I'd like to do in, in the next year, either one year or two short, we'll see how it goes. Uh, uh, couple of minutes left, let's try and run through some of the halakhs of the Tishabah. The Tishabah is, uh, the halakhs of the Tishabah are that, of course, one's got to fast. This year, fasting is a little bit different. Normally, Tishabah fasting is across the board, unless somebody's a real pilot that's not able to fast. But otherwise, most people would fast. The uh, Mulberis, uh, etc. would all fast. The pregnant woman would all fast in, in, on Tishabah because Tishabah is Tishabah. In certain areas in the world where it's extremely hot, like in Estrell or some possible Mako, even on Tishabah for pregnant women because it's extremely hot and dehydration can cause can cause enormous amount of trouble. Whether today everybody agrees with that is questionable because today you can sit in your air conditioned home and sit in the armchair all day and you'll be absolutely fine. So again, the, the 
the halacha is evolving because situations and, and scenarios change. But this year, Tishbav the Nitzchah. When Tishbav the Nitzchah, most Paskim will allow a pregnant woman not to pass. It's based on the Vegas, it's based on the halacha. Tishbav Nitzchah has is downgraded from the status of a normal of Tishbav fast to a lesser Tishbav fast. And therefore, Chayla, even if the Chayla is Shemba Sakonah, or a pregnant woman, etc., or a Nekes, doesn't need to fast. And uh, uh, one of my busiest times is the nine days when almost everybody phones up and says, Do I need to fast? I'm extremely relieved and I tell them they don't need to fast. There's a lot of people who are more versed, menekes, or other chaylim, etc., unfortunately, even if it's not serious. Just give them a, a reprieve, if that's the way you would like to look at it, from fasting. But otherwise, when it comes to Tishabov, the basic halakha is that everybody has to fast. Tishabov is also a day that malakha is forbidden. So one doesn't do malacha on the night of Tishabov or the day of Tishabov until the so there's no cooking, no, no tidying up, so you can't do your Mati Shabbos uh, washing up and, and etc. That's all malacha. That mustn't be done on Tishabov until Chatzos the next day. Until, so if you want to eat on paper plate that Shabbos, it will save you walking around the wall, leave your kitchen a mess and be Barbados. It, it uh, might actually help the, the emotions of the day. Preparing the Suda for Matzai Shabbos shouldn't be done until after Chatzos, because again, Malach is not, not allowed to be done. The reason why Malach is not allowed to be done is because one's not allowed to be a class. One mustn't try and be dis- become distracted. One's not allowed one, one, one may not allow oneself to become distracted from the Avedas of Tishabov. So again, reading a, a novel, anything like that would be problematic. The idea is to focus on, on the Choban and focus on the Avedas of the Choban. Shabbos before Tishbov this year, which is Tishbov itself, so the, we, we keep the level of, of, of Avelis of Tishbov, but we don't keep it. So Shabbos is more or less a normal Shabbos. Any Avelis Shabbatina, that means things that, that are relevant in private, are kept, but so anything which is uh, intimate between husbands and wives, etc., is forbidden. But otherwise, Shabbos is a normal Shabbos. On Shabbos, we wear our Shabbos clothes. On Shabbos we, we eat meat and wine, and we have normal suttas on Shabbos, you can sing the mirrors on Shabbos. Shabbos remains the normal, the normal Shabbos. The normally, we allow you to go for a walk on Shabbos as well. Ideally, one should minimize going for a walk on Shabbos. If you can, then on the Shabbos of Tishbab, it's best not to go out for... Uh, if you need to go from A to B, then go from A to B. But it's, it's best not to go for a walk on Shabbos, not to go for a, a pleasure walk. Uh, I don't know, what do you call it? A stroll. We go for a stroll in Shabbos. This year, this year, particularly this year, Shabbos, Shabbos usually doesn't matter. This year on Shabbos, because it's Tishabov, or shouldn't. Suda Hamasakas, which normally applies on Air Tishabov, doesn't apply this year. So a normal halakha of Suda Hamasakas is that one doesn't eat meat, one doesn't eat wine, etc. Um, this year, Sudama Sekhaz doesn't exist because it's Shabbos. You can eat a normal Sudish dishes, you can carry on eating, and you can party, and you can sing the mirrors, etc. Right away through till Shkir. Ideally, one shouldn't invite guests for the Shabbos because it's Sudama Sekhaz, which isn't Sudama Sekhaz, but there's no halakhas of Sudama Sekhaz. There's no sitting on the floor, there's no eating eggs, there's no eating bread, there's no eating ash, none of that because it's Shabbos. Shabbos remains Shabbos. One can eat up until Shkia. You don't have to make Tanoim. Up until Shkia, you can eat. You carry on eating. If you bench yourself early, you can carry on eating, etc. 
Hills here on, on, on Shabbos evening, just before Matzai Shabbos. Taking tablets to help you fast, according to many poskim, is permitted on Shabbos. Even though we don't take medication on Shabbos, but these are not considered medication. It's called prevention. And prevention, many poskim hold with mutter. If somebody finds it difficult to fast and taking these, uh, I don't know what they call them, they've got some sort of name. What are they called? Some tablets. So if they, if they, if they actually help, do they help? They do. So if they do help, then you can take them off the shabbos as well. So it's not called achana. It's not called achana. No, that's not considered achana because it's a food. You're eating it. So you, eating can't be considered achana. We're running out of time. Let me just run through it quickly. Just matzoy. The difference between matzoy and yomtiv this year. And if maybe next time we'll talk about Abdullah and those who are not fasting, if I remember. Um, normally we have a, a halakha that Matsoy is one can't do the washing and, and hair cutting, etc., until Chatsois the next day. This year, because Tishabov is on the 10th, and you can wash immediately that you, you, once the Tishabov finishes. You don't have to wait for the next day, you can wash immediately. The only thing that the minute is to wait for the next day for, but not till Chatsois, is a boss of the yard. You can't have a meaty wine suda matzoy tishabov if you so fancy. But everything, all the other halakhas which we normally would keep until chatzos the next year on, on the tenth. This year, because tishabov is on the tenth, there will wave and if you don't pardon. Music, the chayim music as well. Only bosom yaino and washing for sure. And he's rushing away to uh, another one of the most most. Uh, Common shilas on, on the nine days is my son and my daughter is going to camp the day after Tishbok. Why Tishbok go there? Why do they make camp the day after Tishbok? Beats me. So my, my son or daughter is going to camp the day after Tishbok. Got no clothes left and I must wash. What should I do? So this year I hope for, hopefully I'll have an easy time in the nine days because you can tell everybody that I have to wash immediately Matsuri Tishbok. Actually, what they will get this year is Matsuri Tishbok is not enough time. Can I start after Matsuri and Tishbok afternoon? <laughs> Yeah. And that's a very another common shayla. When you give them a finger, they take a they take a whole hand. And the answer is no. I don't let them wash on her face. The one, the other one, who found the hetafrit. I don't know where they got the hetaf from. I have absolutely no idea. I can't find for the life of me a hetaf to wash on her face on shabbat and on tishabot. I haven't found it yet. But matzoy tishabot, if you stay up all night, you can do your kids washing, and you can send them off to camp at uh, eight o'clock the next morning. Fresh washing, no problem at all. Next show next week. We're running out of time. Next week we'll discuss. A little bit to the halakhs of Matsoi Shabbat Tishwab, for those who are not fasting, what to do with that with Havdalah, what to do with Bari Mori Aish, etc. We'll try and run through that next, next, not next week, two weeks' time, and we'll start the halakhs of the holidays if we can uh, get the time to put it together. Uh, really running out of time, so we won't say it about failure this week. But I should give us Yat Tishmah that these halakhs should all be irrelevant. We should be purely academic, and we should be directed to arrive at Tishwab as a moed, as a true moed, and not as a day of Avedis Bersashem.